Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the minibar. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Oh, hi there. Welcome to the RP Show. I'm just tweeting. Don't mind me. Welcome to uh, episode number 809 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. Did I say that? We're up here in the stage bar. And uh, to be honest, it is my final day here at Calgary's entertainment destination. And, and I'll tell you why throughout the program, or maybe a little later on, but let's bring in the co-host, the man who will be hosting the show tomorrow as I take a Friday off for the first time in a long time, Darren Moose Dupont Moose. How are you, Gavna? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm just tweeting the poll. Let's get to it right now. The poll question, guys. Throw it up if you don't mind for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center because it is Thursday night football. Week 8 of the CFL opens tonight. Your poll question is who wins on Thursday night football? Boom. Tweeted. Sent. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a big hockey day. Baseball. We're going to cover everything. It's the uh, Golden Corral of sports talk, what we do here. Moose, as you know, coming up. Carolina Hurricanes color commentator Shane, what you talking about, Willis? Former Prince Albert Raider. We go back to the early 90s together. Can't wait to see Willie. Uh, Lanny McDonald. And Arash Madani from Sportsnet. Arash Madani to talk a little Blue Jays who had their seven-game win streak snapped last night. And uh, Moose is fine. Everybody's fine. Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And let's, uh, let's get into it because we have... So many that? topics to get to here today. Live studio audience, good morning. How are you doing here at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino? They miss you, Moose. Are you ever coming back? Are you, Moose? Do you too. have any plans? To st- yeah. Good people. Just great people. Great. Um, just to, to prep everybody, what we got coming here uh, is CFL off the top. Hockey Canada, Blue Jays, MLB stuff. The Habs made an announcement today. The Montreal Canadiens. And then some NFL stuff at the bottom, so it's uh, some big-time stuff to go. Number one, the Montreal Alouettes are looking for their second straight win as they go head-to-head with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Tonight at Tim Hortons Field, the 2-4 and four Alouettes enter the game on a high after topping the Ottawa Red Blacks in a high-scoring affair last week. That was on Thursday Night Football, too. 40-33 was the final in that one. Hamilton will look to avoid its sixth loss of the season. TSN's got it tonight, and I cannot... We're going to play dealer no deal here, Moose, right away. But this is a game you got to tune in for because I put it on Instagram this morning. You saw that on our story, and the results were like 50-50. This is a toss-up game tonight. Montreal-Hamilton, that's what you want as a CFL. Nobody knows who's going to win. Oh, yeah. 
I know. It's exactly what you want. It's unbelievable. And, you know, you got Montreal, a couple of top performers of the week last week. Um, they had the ability to go really high in their offense as an opportunity to go off the charts here because they've been getting better. Um, but Hamilton is just this weird story because you look at this team, you look at the roster, you look at their coaching staff. This team should be so much better. So this will be a fun one tonight. I think anybody would agree, and maybe we'll get into this with a rash because I think this I think the CFL is his first love. I really do. Um, the first six games of any CFL season, you should probably just scrub. I mean, the teams don't because they have to analyze those. We in the media have to talk about it because that's what we do. But you're still trying to figure out what you have through those opening six games. And tonight kicks off the middle third for both teams, <laughs> Montreal and Hamilton. So. We'll find out who the real Thai Cats are, who the th- real Alouettes are tonight on TSN as Week 8 kicks off. But let's play Deal or No Deal right now for our exclusive betting partner, who is also the exclusive betting partner or the official betting partner of the CFL, Bet Regal. There you go. Here we go, Moose. The betting lines have not changed at all. Tonight, it's Hamilton favored by three over the Montreal Alouettes. Deal or No Deal? No deal. No deal. I'll take the Owls to cover. Ah, how about that? Do you think Montreal's going to win in the hammer tonight? Yeah, I do. I think they'll win by, you know, three to seven points. I think it'll be a tight game. Spicy. Wouldn't that be a trip? Friday night football, Nathan WestJet Rourke goes into Sask. And from what I see, Cody Fajardo, the rider uh, quarterback, has declared himself healthy enough to play that he could play. But he hasn't been officially named the starting quarterback. And I don't know if that affects your thoughts on the line. But BC's favored by a point and a half. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal um, based on the fact that I don't know if Cody's 100%. And I don't, I don't know if he's going to play. I really don't. That's from no inside information. But I thought the line would be a little heavier for BC based on the fact that the Riders have had backups in. So I'll take BC with just one. Stop the presses. I forgot. The Edmonton Elks are on a bye, but this morning, Victor Quee, their president, have you been on Twitter at all? Victor Quee just casually put out on Twitter, he's thinking of doing a singles mixer before every Elks home game in their quarterback club and put it out, yes or no, is that a good idea? Victor Quee is turning the CFL into Tinder. And I think it's a fantastic idea. How would you vote on that? Yes or no? Good idea to have a singles mixer before every Elks home game. That's a hell of an idea. I love it. Anything that's going to get people to the building. And if you ask Lee, and make sure you do when he comes on, ask him about this tweet because he was doing singles mixers before every rush game. Is that right? I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I, not on purpose. It's just the way that the atmosphere went. I was going to say, they weren't billed as such, were they? I was at some of those. No. Anyways, I don't know why my mind just... Saturday, Canada's Game of the Week, as voted so by our fans, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Calgary Stampeders. This town's going off the chain about that game. Saturday, 5 p.m. at McMahon. Bombers favored by one point. Deal or no deal? Have to take the deal. Until somebody proves that they can beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, I'll take them every week until they, until they lose. 
I should say, I'm not taking the deal. I think Calgary's going to win. Winnipeg hasn't won here since 2017. And then Sunday, Ottawa, Toronto. That's like must-see TV. Argos are favored by 5.5. And if they win, the Red Blacks would then now be 0-7. Every game Ottawa goes into now, they're going to be the underdog. And I don't know for how long. Probably for a long time. Argos by 5.5, home to Ottawa, Sunday, deal or no deal. I wish I could get Toronto with you know at 7 or 8. Because I want to take Ottawa, and I think I will take Ottawa. I think I'll take them to cover the spread and maybe even win the game. Hot take. How about that? Okay. There's your deal or no deal CFL edition presented by Bet Regal. Hey, this portion of the warm-up for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. Three hockey points all rolled into point two. Two A, B, and C. Two A, Hockey Canada says it has paid out $7.6 million in nine settlements from sexual assault and abuse claims since 1989. Another 12 claims that cost $1.3 million were insured. The organization has been under fire since it was revealed the money in its multi-million dollar national equity fund, which was reserved for uninsured payments, comes from player fees. I will take issue with the way that's worded. I don't think anybody, people were upset that it came from player registration fees. Yes. What they were upset the most about is people thought Hockey Canada had a slush fund to settle sexual abuse claims. And that is a twist of the truth. That was more what people were enraged with, and that was inaccurate. But I'm not, that's as far as I'm willing to say on that. 2B, former NHL player Daniel Carcillo has expressed his displeasure with the testimony Canadian hockey officials have given in Parliament. In a statement posted online, he says the testimony, quote, denied the existence of systemic and ongoing problems in junior hockey, unquote. Carcillo filed a lawsuit with the Ontario Superior Court in 2020, alleging abuse and hazing during his time in the Ontario Hockey League. I didn't really have any uh, opinion on that or comment. I'm just reading the news. And 2C, Hockey Canada President and CEO Scott Smith says the organization will be fulfilling its duties as host for the upcoming World Junior Hockey Tournament. (sighs) The tournament is set to take place in Edmonton next month. Scott Smith says the annual event is operated by the IIHF. And that it will go ahead as planned. Because we're going there to broadcast this show from Roger's Place. And if Hockey Canada hadn't been there, it would have been a big bummer for everybody. But they're going to be in the tournament. We're going to be broadcasting live from Roger's Place. And we'll be giving away tickets for it uh, until the event comes. So I was very excited to hear that. And, and I don't know what circles you're traveling in, Moose. Because since you've gone back there, we're traveling in different circles. Here I'm in Hockey Mad Subscribe to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, back live in Cowtown. Sorry for the disturbance, everybody. Technical snafus happen. But you knew we'd be back, and here we are. Hey, As I said, it is my final day. It's the RP Show's final day for this stint at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. We will definitely be back. we got big, big plans at Calgary's Entertainment Destination. But uh, as far as our 17th week of the residency, we're wrapping it up as we bring in uh, the moose here now. And we're, uh, we're not off track. I can get back on track real easily. 
Tell your friends. Start spreading the news. We're live on YouTube. Give us a like. Subscribe if you can. Tell everybody why you love this as your favorite daytime sports entertainment talk show. We were talking about Hockey Canada, Moose. I'm not going to go any more on that. Um, But Randy from Winnipeg writes in and says, all sports organizations need to clean up their acts for the sake of the children. Would you leave your daughter with a male gymnastics coach? Like Sheldon Kennedy said, enough is enough. Well, all organizations should probably look at themselves. But it's not just sports. My gosh. I've been talking to a lot of people about this. My family members about Hockey Canada being dragged through the mud. And hockey itself. And it just, it, it kills me. Because I owe so much of my life to hockey. And the good things in my life to hockey. Football, too. They got problems. And they need to be addressed. That's for sure. And I, I kind of look at what... Sarah Kalana, John Ryan's uh, wife, tweeted at us yesterday. She's like, thank you, Rod. You get it. That's from John Ryan's wife. And I'm like, thank you, Sarah, for pointing that out. Because there's so many people that are throwing crap at me, less than there has been before. But there's a lot of people in sports now that don't get it. And media, too. And that's why I enjoy what we're doing over here, because we get it. And other than that, I mean, do you feel, you can't. Nobody could say that sports is being unfairly maligned given what's going on here with Hockey Canada. But holy smokes, are people teeing off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if you want to comment on that or not, or we should move on. But it's just, it's, just, it's just so ugly. I'd rather be talking about the games, but you do need to talk about this stuff too. I get that. Well, you do. No, we do need to talk about it. You're right. Um, but what does your boy Ricky Nelson say? You can't please everybody. Got to please yourself, right? You have to please yourself. And I know it doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't completely apply here, but it kind of does because you're going to have all this noise coming from social media and individuals and everything else. And it doesn't mean you need to ignore it, but you'll never satisfy everybody. But what you need to do is acknowledge mistakes, fix them, and be the best version of what you can moving forward. And that's what we want for everybody. That's what Hockey Canada wants. They're not going to make everybody happy for the things that have happened in the past, but all they can do is clean things up and have the best version of themselves moving forward. It just seems with shootings in the States and racial things and now this with Sheldon Kennedy saying enough is a knife, uh, enough is enough. I hear that all the time about everything. And he's right. I just often wonder what's systematically being done to clean it up. Who's being held accountable? You know? Um, and just to furthermore on that, Randy from the peg says, yes, not just sports. Church, schools, girl guides, boy scouts, etc. See, we're getting way off track. But I'll just say this, when I say, you know, Sarah's like, thanks, Rod, you get it. Thanks for pointing that out, because I feel like I do. I was on the radio last night, uh, AM 770 CHQR, Calgary. I love saying it, obviously. And Jock Wilson, the host of the radio show, said, uh, Rod, what does the CFL need to do to get in touch with the younger demographic? And I'm like, I don't know. That's not my job. But every time I look at The Rock... I want to drop to my knees and cry. I said that on the radio last night. Every time you and I see The Rock together, I turn to you and go, why would we want to partner up with that loser? How about That's that? the thing. So for the people of the CFL that don't want to change, what did Larry Tannenbaum say, the MLSC chairman? The CFL doesn't want to change, so we need to examine whether we want to be part of it or not. I've examined the CFL and said the same thing. I don't want to be part of it. Because this is ridiculous what's going on. But whatever. Enough about that. <laughs> There's Rod's rant. 
for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Where's Oh, find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. There's a lot of people in sports and media that don't get it. That's the only part of it. Point three, the Toronto Blue Jays' seven-game win streak has come to a screeching halt thanks in part to a huge night from Albert Pujols. The 42-year-old recorded a single, double, and three-run homer to pass Rogers Hornsby for fourth on the Cardinals' all-time list. Toronto's Bo Bichette hit an RBI single to drive in Vladdy for the team's only run in a 6-1 loss. Elsewhere, the Yankees got the ball rolling ahead of next week's trade deadline. Stick with me, Moose. Acquiring all-star outfielder Andrew Benintendi from the Kansas City Royals. They give up a haul in exchange. The Royals are at Yankee Stadium tonight. And Sterling uh, Marte singled home the game-winning run in the bottom of the ninth as the Mets beat the Yankees 3-2. They're talking about a subway series for the first time. In over 20 years, uh, Subway World Series, Yankees-Mets. And Randy Rosarena hit a two-run double in the 10th inning, and the Tampa Bay Rays snapped a four-game losing skid with a 6-4 win over the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know, man. I'm getting sucked into this trade deadline for Major League Baseball. I can't remember. I guess we did last year, too. The Blue Jays didn't do a ton, right? But I'm kind of getting into it. How about you? Yeah, why not? And, you know, you bring up the idea of a subway series. I think that would be fantastic, uh, you know, for baseball. I know you want to engage multiple markets, but, I mean, it would be fun. Build up that rivalry. Get it going a little bit. And, you know, the Mets got a little swagger now, so I I, kind of like it. And it's fun. This is the time. It's going to start ramping up, especially as we get to the fall. Point four in our quick six show topics here in the warm-up. The Montreal Canada game have named former NHL defenseman Stefan Robida as an assistant coach on Martin St. Louis staff. The 45-year-old Robida spent last season as head coach of the Magog Cantonier in the Quebec Under-18 AAA Development Hockey League. That would be AAA midget for those of us raised in the game. He led the team to a league title, was named finalist for coach of the year. And interestingly enough, Robida had taken a job as an assistant coach with the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League Sherbrooke Phoenix last month prior to accepting this offer from the Habs. So you see it all the time. That's what happens in uh, hockey in the summer. He went to go coach in the queue and then uh, got a better call up to the Habs. So congratulations, Stefan Robida. By the way, folks, watch the NHL stars of tomorrow in best-on-best best action at the 2022 Henlinka Gretzky Cup in Red Deer, July 31st to August 6th. Purchase your tickets today, HockeyCanada.ca, and then grab your sunglasses because the World Juniors are back in Edmonton this summer, August 9th to the 20th. Single-game tickets from just $40. You can get them now at HockeyCanada.ca. Are you ready, Moose, now for some NFL? Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Point five. Washington Commander's Dan uh, owner Dan Snyder has begun testifying before a congressional committee investigating the NFL team's history of workplace misconduct. A spokesperson for the U.S. House Committee on Oversight and Reform confirmed Snyder began giving his deposition this morning, virtually and in private. The committee launched this investigation last year after the league fined Washington $10 million following its review of workplace misconduct, but did not release a written report of the attorney Beth Wilkinson's findings. I'm not going to ask your opinion on that, but I will ask your opinion on this. In Spartanburg, South Carolina, where the Carolina Panthers are holding camp, this is point six, Baker Mayfield developed a reputation in Cleveland as a bit of a gunslinger 
willing to make the occasional risky throw. The number one overall pick in 2018 may be asked to do things differently with his new team, the Carolina Panthers. Panthers coach Matt Rule emphasized yesterday he wants his quarterbacks to play aggressive, but he also said they need to be smart and eliminate careless mistakes and try not to do too much. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Panthers turned the ball over 29 times in 2021. That was second most in the NFL behind only the New York Giants. So to the NFL, I got a lot of thoughts on what's going on. I watched the NFL Network last night. and <laughs> Sorry for the graphic nature, but I said it there. And it'd be like putting heroin in my uh, vein. <sighs> Hell yes. I've never done that. I just assumed that's what it felt like. Watching NFL Network last night just felt so good with the live training camp reports. How about you? Yeah, and there's an endless supply of it, man. An endless supply. Mm. 24 hours, around the clock, always something new. And I'm glad you brought up Carolina because that's one of the best, most interesting camp battles. You mentioned that as maybe the storyline in training camp in the NFL, and I'm buying in. You know, when you see Baker and Sam Darnold going head-to-head, they both kind of said we're we're open to having a, a, a competition here to see who's going to be the number one guy. They seem to be okay with each other but i think you got two guys who were drafted very high who have been overlooked or or you know thought they were both a bust with something to prove and when you get somebody with a chip on their shoulder let alone two guys with a chip on their shoulder it's it's something i'm watching for and, and look out for carolina as an underdog sprinkling in comments the text lines open if wherever you're watching around north america on game plus tv shoot us a text right now that would make my life a lot easier 902-518-3033 we've gone through our six quick uh, quick six show topics cfl hockey canada blue jays the habs dan snyder and now the nfl that's a lot and now i want your thoughts everybody right in with them dougal cameron here in calgary says the rock got his start when Bowano cut him with $7 in his pocket, and he found his way to Stu Hart's wrestling dungeon. True story. Oh, thank you, Dougal. We know the story of The Rock. We know. Why would you want to partner with that loser? Don't trigger me again. Don't trigger me again. (laughs) So, watching the coverage last night, and I can't remember what camp it was. Yep. I couldn't tell because they have pillows on their heads. And I asked you, (laughs) what the hell? You're watching this too. Folks, go watch the coverage on NFL Network and get back to me. These guys have their regular football helmets on, and then they have what look like quilted pillows on their heads. I watch a lot of NFL Network. I watch a lot of NFL. I've never seen this before. It looked like a quilted big sock. You know why they're doing it, but you can't tell. Can you put a dang logo on it? Would it be that? You're the NFL, for God's sakes. Put the team logo on the thing. I don't know what camp I'm watching. What do you think? You saw it, Avi, and you looked it up. Yeah, I did, and I, I hope you wrote it down because it's on my phone. I don't want to look up no, the name of it again. No, I didn't. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't write it down. Something like Guardian something. I don't know, something for your head. Anyways, yeah, Guardian like Caps? Guardian quilt. Caps? Guardian, Guardian caps. caps. Very good. Bingo. Yeah. But it's like a patchwork quilt. But yeah, with the squares, you know, and they're puffed up. And it just looks bad. At least, yeah, give me team colors. Give me the logos. Give me something. Um, 
but I get it. They're doing it to you know lower the impact and take away concussions and allows them to have more contact inside their training and their practices with with less repercussions. But it's got to be heavy, no? Like lugging that around. So, anyways, it, it looks crazy. Nah. Maybe. Depends what those little pillowy things, how heavy they are. But I think it wouldn't be a whole lot more heavy than a toque. The helmets are heavy enough, man. You know that. You've worn them. I've held them. But, again, I was sitting there last night watching it. I'm like, what is on their head? And it's not everybody. I can't tell by position. I think... Were the running backs wearing them? The receivers were not. I was watching the report from Dallas Cowboys camp, and CeeDee Lamb did not have one on his head. I think Zeke did, and for sure the lineman. But I'm like, oh, come on. Is this where we are now? And then I'm thinking, hey, we're wearing them in practice. Might as well wear them in games. Wait till that comes. Anyways, um, Ryan in Toronto watching says, it's amazing that the Panthers face the Browns in week one. Go Baker. That's assuming he wins the job, and I think he will, but he's up against Sam Darnold. <laughs> he got a whole preseason to get through. I'm a process guy, as are you. Let's just follow the process. Let's watch the training camp reports. Let's follow those preseason games and look at the stats. That's what's enjoyable about it. And I remember when, when uh, the trade was made, Baker went to Carolina. Somewhere I read, the writer said, a Cleveland-Carolina matchup in week one would normally be a... <sighs> and now it's the game of the week. Funny how little things, you know, can uh, add up to big things. Little storylines like that, you're right, just all of a sudden create all this intrigue and against two teams that aren't going to challenge for a Super Bowl, probably won't be playoff teams, but all of a sudden it is. It's the must-watch game of week one, and... You know, who saw that coming, you know, a year ago? But uh, here we are. Andrew Stout watching in the chat says, Bonjour, Rod. I think the Habs hiring Robodot today fits what they're trying to do. They will be a young team and want coaches that are good working with young players. Yeah, buddy. But you got Martin St. Louis was coaching Pee Wee, and now you got Stefan Robodot coaching Midget. Under 18. How about and that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have all the certification behind your name and stuff in the, in my mind, in the NHL coaching bracket. You do to coach with Hockey Canada. I advocate for that for sure. And even in my world, you need the letters behind your name. In the NHL, you don't. I watched the Montreal Canadiens in uh, Miami. You saw the wonderful photo where Martin St. Louis, Louis and I locked eyes. Remember that out in the parking lot? And uh, Yes. I'm thinking this is an American Hockey League team. It's a very good American Hockey League team, but they're incredibly young. These are children out here. So they need coaches that the players will identify with. And who cares where they came from? You can tell me Stefan Robada, we don't know the game. So there's a lot of different ways to feed a cat. And how they got to the bench of the Montreal Canadiens doesn't really matter. They're there. Just win, baby. Uh, Moose, I'm going to see you in an hour or two. Okay? Sounds good. All right. A sports update before we run for a break. The Guelph Nighthawks clinched the final Canadian Elite Basketball League playoff berth with a 104-82 victory in their regular season home finale last night. The Nighthawks also snapped the two-game losing streak while the Saskatchewan... Oh, yeah. They beat the Saskatchewan Rattlers. 104-82. It wasn't in the story. Uh, Rattlers saw their three-game win streak coming to an end, but the Rattlers are going to the... 
playoffs. The Newfoundland Growlers took care of business. They defeated the Montreal Alliance 84-83 at Memorial University Fieldhouse. And the Ottawa Blackjacks traveled to Edmonton, came away with a 191 victory, 191 win over the Edmonton Stingers. The Toronto Blue Jays begin a four-game series with the Detroit Tigers tonight at Rogers Centre. Toronto looking to get back in the win column after having a seven-game win streak snap last night, 6-1 to the Cards. The Yankees look to get back on track when they start a four-game series with the visiting Kansas City Royals. The Yankees have lost five of the last eight, coming off a two-game sweep, though, um, at the hands of the Crosstown rivals. The slump hasn't hurt the American League East leading Yankees much. They still lead second place, Tarana, by 11 and a half games. This sports update is for Edo Japan. With freshly made food and high-quality ingredients, Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. I always feel good when I chat with our next guest, Shane Willis of the Carolina Hurricanes. He's Canes alum. Now he's their broadcasting analyst. He joins us next. You're watching the RP Show live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Now would be a good time to tell you, text WORLD JUNIORS right now in all caps to our text line 902-518-3033 to be entered to win any regular tournament. World Junior game tickets of your choice. We'll be at Rogers Place in Edmonton next month broadcasting live from the 2022 World Juniors. Two winners will be picked tomorrow. The Moose is hosting the show. Text WORLD JUNIORS now 902-518-3033. Well, it's a pleasure to welcome into uh, the program one of my oldest hockey friends, Edmonton Kid, Carolina Hurricanes uh, analyst and alum. Shane, what you talking about, Willis? How you doing, Willie? How's the summer going? Well, it's going great. We're in the grind time of summer hockey camp, so getting back out on the ice with all the great players down here in North Carolina, trying to teach them a few things. Hopefully, one of them learns to shoot as hard as I used to be able to. I can't do it anymore. The back isn't what it used to be. Um, but so many great young, talented players down here hoping to make the big jump to the NHL one day. Love to hear it. Hey, Willie, before we get into this uh, free agency, I was thinking about this. I don't know why. You absorbed, I think, the second hardest hit I've ever seen in my life. And you remember it. It was Richard Zednick, was it not? In the dub. I was worried about you, man. Um, can you teach those guys to avoid hits, too? Is that a thing? You were bleeding. Well, don't tell me you don't remember it. Well, I don't, I don't remember that one. But I believe that it was true. I mean, I got caught in a couple train tracks in my career. So that's one of our folks. Uh, during our classroom sessions, I show, I show all the bad hits from my career and say, this is not what you want to do. You want to avoid these situations. But, you know, going through the middle, making moves, that's part of the game in today's world. So these kids got to learn to get through there uh, unscathed, un- unlike I did over my career, Roddy. Willie, I'll dig it up. I'll dig it up. It was uh, PA, home to Portland. <laughs> Wango Zednik, I was worried for you. I'm not surprised you don't remember it either. Hey, I, I believe you. Send it back. Send it to me. I will. It'd be uh, if the. Uh, I think it's in black and white. Shane. Anyways, Hurricanes won the pennant last year, but what's it going to take, Shane, for your club to get over that hump and win a Stanley Cup? Do you think? 
Well, number one, I think when you get into the playoffs, it's a war of attrition and you have to remain healthy. I think the Hurricanes suffered a couple key injuries late in the season that affected them, one being their starting goaltender in Freddie Anderson. Auntie Ronta coming in and doing a very good job in the playoffs before he was injured um, late in that Rangers series. But, you know, you look at those, you want to remain healthy going in. But the one big thing that I looked at after the playoffs were over is you have to score more goals. And it's not as if the Hurricanes don't have that in their lineup. Their sticks just went cold. Guys weren't finding the back of the net. They continued to create chances because of the way they play. They play up-tempo. They play hard. They take away that time and space. And they just couldn't find the back of the net. And you tip your cap to the goaltender for the New York Rangers because he did play very well. But that was a big thing going into the summer. How do the Hurricanes add pieces to help them score more goals? And what we're going to jump into is I think Don Waddell and his staff did that here in these last couple of weeks. Uh, how... How so? I mean, you lost Nina Ryder, and to be honest, he had more points than I thought. That's a loss. A loss. What did the Canes add to address that? Well, number one, you add Max Pacioretty up front. I think that trade with Las Vegas, a team that was in trouble uh, with the cap, getting Max Pacioretty, he had a tough year last year with injuries, a couple injuries, uh, a wrist and ankle injury that kept him out of the lineup. But I think Max Pacioretty comes into the system and will love playing Rod Brindamore style. This is a guy that can score you 30 plus a year. So you add more goals with Patch Ray than you had with Nino Niederreiter. Another guy that they add up front is Kashe. I think this player has been on the Hurricanes radar for a long time since he started in Anaheim. Again, another guy who's faced some injuries over his career, but I think this player could come in in the right situation and, and could get you 20 goals like Nino Niederreiter did. And then when you look on the back end, and Brent Burns and the trade they made to get Brent Burns after, um, you know, making room and moving Tony D'Angelo, a guy who is an offensive threat. I think Brent Burns adds as many as Tony D'Angelo and even more goals and points on the back end coming into this system that he'll be able to play here alongside a guy like Jacob Slavin. I'm looking at your uh, point totals here. Jesperi Kokanyemi. My buddy Chris Nyland, Knuckles calls him old licorice legs. I don't know what was expected out of him. He played 66 games, 37 points. They paid him a lot in that offer sheet. What's the expectation for him coming back? I have full belief in this guy, and he's a guy I talk with uh, Justin Williams a lot about. Everyone looked at the deal when they first got him. Obviously, Andre Svechnikov was selected second in that draft. Kokanami right behind him at third. So anytime you have an opportunity to get a player, everyone knows how good this kid is. Everyone wanted to get him during the draft. And to me, when he got to Montreal, it was about that development process. The pieces were missing. So when they brought him here, they weren't going to throw him into the fire and put him on the top line or put him in different situations. They wanted him to learn. They want him to grow off the ice physically. They wanted him to play harder defensively, which every coach wants. He started doing that. He was playing really well before he suffered an injury about three-quarters of the way through the season as, as well. But later in the year, where he was slotted, and Rod, you and I know, for offensive players to play, they need opportunities. They need to play high-end minutes. And Kokinami was playing on the fourth line. When you have centermen like Aho, Trochik, and Jordan Stahl, there's not many other places to go. So he was slotted at center, which he plays much better in that position on the fourth line. This year, with the exit of Vincent Trocek, as you talked about goals going away, Vincent Trocek, another big piece that leaves. 
But Kokaniemi is now going to get moved up. He's going to get more ice time. He's going to get more power play time. And then speaking with Justin Williams, they believe the skill in this young man will start to rise to the top. Hopefully find some chemistry with a guy like Andre Svechnikov or one of these new players that, you know, ignites him to another level. I think this guy can get 20, 25 goals. There's no question with the way he can play physically he continues to mature as a very young man. And now the extension, everyone always thought they're like, well, he didn't make it get any points. Why did they give him an eight year extension? Well, you look at the number of that deal down to four and a half million a year. If he's scoring 20, 25, maybe 30 goals late in that contract of an eight year deal, this team is in a perfect spot with the cap and, and they are winning that contract. If he's scoring 60 plus points a year. Willie, we got about 90 seconds. You're not in the same division as the Florida Panthers, but I am dying to get your take on the Huberto Kachuk trade. And from a Panthers angle, what do you think that does for Florida? I, I said to my counterpart, Trip Tracy, um, when the trade was made, I don't think Florida is better. I think they stayed the same. I think you. Matthew Kachuk, who is a great player. The Carolina Hurricanes wanted him. Don Waddell was in, working the phones, trying to get him here. But Oh, boy, we lost him. I'm hanging on his every word. Oh, my God. Canes were trying to get Huberto? Why was Florida trying to get We got the, the meat of it. Florida's not better. After this trade with Matthew, for Matthew. Okay, Willie, <clears throat> okay, we're down to about 45 seconds. You said Florida's not better. They, got, they were trying to move Huberdo. Yeah. Continue. Well, I, I, I just think Calgary got two great players. I don't think losing Huberdo, a guy who got over 100 points as well as Matthew Kachuk, you got a little bit tougher in Florida, but you lost two key pieces. That's why I don't see them getting any better. You brought in some good offense, maybe some more toughness. But you lost a very high-skilled player and a very good defenseman in Uyghur out the door as well, which the big hole to me in Florida and why they didn't beat Tampa last year was their defense. They can score all they want. They are low on defense, and you just gave up one of your best in this trade. That's why I think they kind of just remain the same this season in Florida. I, I couldn't agree more. I just feel there's a way more to it than meets the eye, and there usually is. But it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. Willie, uh, thanks for the time. As always, my man, I appreciate you. Enjoy the rest of summer. Great seeing you, Roddy. I appreciate it. Anytime. Looking forward to watching these Canes tear it up again this year. Can't wait. Me too. Shane Willis, Carolina Hurricanes uh, TV analyst. we got a Taco Time viewer takeover coming up next. Lanny McDonald, an hour or two, and Arash Madani. Plus Lee Genier, you're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's our final day from Great Eagle Resort in Calgary, and man, have we enjoyed our stay here. 17-week residency wrapping up today. Moose has the show tomorrow, and we're turning it over to uh, the viewers here in a Taco Time viewer takeover. For the love of burritos, it's buy one, get one half off a Taco Time. I see my guy Kevin Hughes 
writing in uh, from Cavalli Channeling. He says, glad I'm not the only one with technical issues. Hey, what are you going to do? Kevin, it's out of our control. It is what it is. Corey Anaka in the chat says, okay, Blue Jays, let's play ball. Why has it been years since I've, yeah, why has it been years since I've heard that anthem, that theme? Oh, I love it so much. Let's, let's play ball. So great. Uh, To the comments, got a lot of people watching in Winnipeg today and they want to talk NFL. How about that? Ward in Winnipeg says, Hi guys, Aaron Rodgers thinks he is Fabio. Go Bombers. I'll say it again. I don't think you will ever see 809 episodes of the RP show that we will ever comment on somebody else's appearance. Maybe positively, but definitely not negatively. And I'm not sure that's even a cut down. It didn't look like Aaron Rodgers. You know who looks like Aaron Rodgers, Anzi Kopitar. Story for another time. Google it. Look it up. But Aaron Rodgers can wear whatever he wants, wear his hair however he wants. He's Aaron Rodgers. Randy from Winnipeg says, uh, how about a who's your favorite NFL team football Friday? Go Chargers. That's a great one. I like that, Randy. And again, I won't be hosting tomorrow. The Moose will. So maybe if Moose is watching or listening, he can do that. Not only who's your favorite NFL team, but why from our viewers. And I can't believe the amount of people that I talked to. But Jock Wilson, I'm on the radio last night here in Calgary, QR77. And I said to Jock, what's your NFL team? He's like, I don't really have one. I got one. It's the Dallas Cowboys, and we all know that. And it's because I started watching the NFL in the early 90s once I got off the farm and got cable TV. I know it sounds bad, but it's true. Uh, and I'm like watching Troy Aikman and the Cowboys. I'm like, that guy's cool. And the 90s were a great era to watch the Dallas Cowboys. Don, our Navy friend, says, can Aaron Rodgers still quarterback? I don't care about his looks. Was he not just the MVP last year? Pretty sure he can ball. From John Ohm. Ohm. Hey, Rod, why shouldn't you trust tacos? Get ready, guys. Get ready with us. Why shouldn't you trust tacos? Because they always spill the beans. From Navy Don. He says, I have no NFL team, just like watching games without any skin in the game. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play in hour one. It's cool you say that. From the betting aspect, people say, um, you know, you want to put skin in the game, money on the game, because that makes it more interesting. I don't really need that to make the games more interesting. But I see how, you know, sometimes I, if it's, shoot, I probably would need it for soccer to really care to have some money on the line. Karen Throop, she says, good morning from Santa Ana, California. It's the hockey gods. They're still mad Bruce Cassidy was fired. Karen, you got it mad at what? The technical problems? Karen, it's good to see you in Santa Ana, California. Haven't seen you for a while. Next hour, Lanny McDonald, Arash Madani, and uh, Lee Genier. DD says a Bengals fan since 1981. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll have that as a topic tomorrow. Or uh, sorry, next hour. Stick around here on Game Plus TV.
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.